0: The Kutta Siche is Chelik Yudzayin, Siche of Chag Pesach, Pesach Aleph. Very Gishmaka Siche, talking about the different names of Pesach and the significance of each name to the overall, overarching theme of Pesach. The the Yomtiv of Pesach is called with three different names or descriptions. Aleph in Torah should be chasav at Arunguruf and Chagamatzes in the Torah, it's called Chagamatzes. Beis inusach tefilat menkoveya given suzu given Chagamatzes zman chayrusenu. When we daven in the davening, we add in addition to Chagamatzes, we say zman chayrusenu, the festival of our freedom. Gimel in lashner hazal when azayich and lashner bnei adam when you find in hazal in halachas shochanorach, as well as in the spoken word. The seven or eight days of Pesach are known as Pesach. So you have Chag Amatzis, Zman Chayru and Pesach. as Yom ikri. So we must say that the Yom Tev of Pesach has a general idea, an overarching theme. And that overarching theme. Is made up of three components. Which are expressed in these three above-mentioned names. and And since chronology is also important, the way the order in which Tayra brings it down also is part of the lesson. So this would imply that the three names and their message and lesson that's being that's being learned from the name is actually brought to us conveyed to us in their order of importance that Chag Amatzis would be the most important or the or the f- important to be the first and then comes man and then comes pesach so meristan kum derinu from Chag but is the name of the first most importantly is the name Hagamatis which is the name that is written in Torah? Then would come the uh, idea of the Which is a name that was coined by our sages, by the Chachamim, the Anshe Knesset Agudelah. They uh, established the say and davening. So this came second. and the Noch Third in the level of importance or third in the order of how we're supposed to uh, engage in these components is Pesach, which is the accepted name both in Chazal as well as amongst people. So now we're going to explain what is this theme of Pesach that is made up of these three components. First, we have to know what the theme is. And then we could see what these three components are and how they fit in with the names Chagamaseis, Mancheirosayinu, and Pesach. See if base t man from Yitzias Metzrayim is Kimavur ben Nevoas Yecheskel. Latest Am Yisro. The time of Yitzias Metzrayim is the birth of the Jewish people. The time was was Meizes Metarim with the nation later. The fact that it's described as a birth is not norval demol does give the side in Eden and give focus. Not solely because. At that time Yidin became a people, a nation. Which would be, uh, uh, which is a fitting term even with other nations. Every nation has a date in which they became a people. So Pesach being the time that we became a people is not a though It's not, you know, something happened uniquely to Yidin that's not by other nations. So if Leda just means that you became a a people, that happens to everyone, to every nation. The fact that we're using the term Leda is because it's something deeper that it's applicable to us as Yidin going out of folk. So the reason why it's called a Leda, a birth, is because when we became a nation, a people, Yidin were transformed into a new entity, into a brand new thing. What is this Mitzvahs Chadasha? What is this new thing? So he explains his fellows. The on Kavano and The ultimate goal, intent, and purpose, and completion of Yitzias Mitzrayim is Matan Teira. When you take the Yitzia Chasam Mitzrayim, Tavd told Meish Rabbeinu, when you take the Yitzia Mitzrayim, you will serve Hashem on this mountain on Har Sinai. That was the whole purpose of going out of Mitzrayim to serve Hashem on Har Sinai, which was Teira, and then. In the brackets, he adds in parenthetically. So I should translate. This is one of the explanations why Shavuos, which is the time that we celebrate the giving of the teira, is designated, is established, from by counting seven weeks from the next second day of Pesach. to teach us shavuos is, is a von that shavuos is, is a continuation of Yitzchias Mitzrayim, which is the birth of Yisrael. Since we're saying over here that the old goal of, of Yitzchias Mitzrayim is matan teira, therefore, unlike other yamim tevim, for example Pesach or Sukkis that are established on Tesvav v'Chedesh, and that's the day, the fifteenth day of the month, shavuos. In the time of Kiddush HaChodesh, sometimes it could be on Hay Sivan, sometimes on Vav Sivan, sometimes on Zayin Sivan, depending on how many days were in Nissan in the year, because it's not doesn't have a day in the month that it, it, it is designated for Shavuos. It's fifty days or forty nine days after Tezayin Sivan, Tazayin because Shavuos is intrinsically connected to Pesach. Shavuos is the culmination and the conclusion of Pesach. Das heißt, Laidas Am Yisrael is with them was a folk. The birth of Yidin doesn't just mean that they became a people, but that they became a Taydah people. The von the whole definition of Yidin as a people, and of every Yid as an individual is Tayra. The definition of yid is tayra. So Pesach Yidsias Mitzrayim is a laydah chadasha, is a new birth a new, uh, uh, Yidden becoming a new person, a new, a new mitzius. And this means not just that they became a nation, but that he became a nation that's a Torah nation. And then again, we'll see a number of times in this Sicha that there are a, a, a paragraph or two in brackets that sort of add in something Gishmak parenthetically, and then we go back to the track that we're on. So he points out like this. The fact that, y- that by Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, became a new, a new entity. It's not just because in Mitzrayim, in, in they were in an inferior state. On Zayin and Vameleb and Sadat, they did go and Kenkalem and Ufshun and on their own, they were not fitting receptacles to receive the Tera. I did have quite the contrary. Zayin, Dikimemtasharitumah, since they were sunken in forty-nine levels deep into impurity, into unholiness. Is their matziv given benigut to Tera They were in a state that was contrary to Tera and Kedusha. So that's not Mitzias Chadasha to say, oh, the they weren't ready for Tera. And then they became ready for Torah. That's not Mitzvah's Chadasha, nor beikir mitzadem. The Mitzvah's Chadasha. What happens by maten, by, by Mitzrayim, and ultimately by Matan Torah, is 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 a, it's transformative because. The Tera is the is something that the Ebishter raises by him, something the Ebishter plays with, the, e-bishter, the e-bishter enjoys, the enjoyment. In the famous conversation with the Abishtar and the Malachim, the Malachim call the Tera a, a hidden treasure that's hidden for you. It's the Ebishter's Tera. Which is totally removed, totally above creations. river by and therefore when the is given to the Yidden, especially Yidden, that are in Mitzrayim, it's a totally transformative totally new idea as is ni it's totally not in the structure in the of their realm in their in in their realm of existence in other words what we're saying here why is it such a such a so transformative not just because they were on a low level and now they were lifted up but because Teira is coming from such a place that's beyond them. And Teira, and nevertheless, Yitzhi Yitzhi Mitzrayim is the beginning of the opportunity to give Teira to the Yidin, although they were totally not, although Teira was totally out of the realm of their existence. So now we understand that when Yidin go out of Mitzrayim, Yitzhi Yitzhi we're celebrating not just you know, it's something that happened uh, 3,333 years ago that did were saved from Mitzrayim. But when they go out of Mitzrayim, they become a Mitziyah's Chadasha. They become connected to Teirah. Teirah that initially was so far removed from them because they are human beings, especially in Mitzrayim. And Teirah is the Abistus Teirah that's on a totally different level. And when they went out of Mitzrayim, they became Kalim. They became uh, 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 fitting receptacles to become a tighter people and tighter people. Their meat and based on this, now that we understand what the Mitzvah is, Chadasha is their meat. Their Musber, the Drai, them and Hagamatz is Machir and this can explain to us these three names of Pesach. the in them, they express the three steps or the three phases. And specifically in this order, Chag HaMatzas, Zman Chayi and Chag HaPesach, Vos, Fadr Zich, which are required, K'dei Uv Chadasha, to create, and to bring into being, this new entity, of Yitzhia Smitai. And, in Oiz Gimel, we're not, we're not going to get back to this, until Oiz Vav. We're going to, in Oiz Gimel, he is going to give a marshal of three steps when it comes to Seichel, when it comes to, to acquiring and grasping a new intellectual concept. And then we're going to go off a little bit onto some very Gishmak ideas about how to teach and how to educate. And then we're going to come back to, to Pesach. if Gimel. We'll understand this by first introducing an example of the order, the process, of how a teacher teaches a student, with the teacher wants to teach the student an intellectual idea, a concept, something that the, the student, on his own merits, would not be able to grasp. It's a new concept, not just because he hasn't heard about it till now, no, uh, you tell it to me now, no, I know, no, no, no. The teacher wants to teach the student something that is outside of the uh, grasp of the student. The student doesn't, doesn't understand such lofty topics. And yet, the teacher has to teach it. So there's going to be three steps to uh, bring this lofty intellectual idea into the mind and understanding of the Talmud of the student. Aleph, not Aleph. First, The first thing the student needs is Bittu. Humility or self-realization of the fact that he's not capable of understanding this. That is sitting in front of his teacher about to learn Torah or learning Torah. His lips have to drip with myrrh. I think in English they say myrrh. But and which is brought in the parentheses here, meriros machmas eima. His lips have to drip with fear or awe, or a bitterness from awe or reverence. In other words, he has to recognize that he is learning something, that he has to concentrate on, that he has to uh, 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 respect. And that respect brings to him a certain seriousness, a meriros, a bitterness. And therefore, the first step, a person needs a student needs is bitl. With his own uh, strengths, with his own intellect, he cannot grasp this new sechel because it's beyond his abilities. But if he becomes, if he undoes his existence, his mitzies can't grasp it, but his non-Mitsiais. Could gra- is a kali of them creates a kali? It makes a a, a a possibility of receiving it. Chazal tell us if it's an empty vessel, it can contain something. If the vessel is full, then if you pour something in, it'll just overflow; it won't go in. But if the vessel is empty, it could contain. So if the person is full of himself, thinking I could do it, this, I, I, I'm capable, then because he's not really capable, it's too big for his kalim. So therefore, it won't go in. But if he empties himself, he recognizes. His inadequacies. Then he is. A, then is he becomes an empty vessel. He's able to contain this new idea. That's step number one: bittle humility, recognizing recognizing the fact that as you are right now, you can't grasp this, and you need to go into a state of bittle to empty yourself out from your pre-existing notions, from your preconceptions, in order to understand this new idea. Then there's another step. Now, now that he passed the step of Bittol, of his inadequacies, now he has to make an effort to grasp it, to use his intellect to understand. Then he has to use his Seichel, which is part of his mitzias. Step number one, ignored his existence, his no But now you have to utilize your mitzias, which is your Seichel, in order to grasp it. And then he brings in the brackets to der meat both are necessary you have to be an empty vessel but it has to be a vessel a complete vessel without any hole because if there's a hole on according to Halacha, and also in practical sense if the vessel has a hole in it then whatever you're going to pour inside is going to drip out so the whole purpose is to, is to is to contain liquid if there's a hole. It's not going to be able to do what it, what it needs to do. So if the person is not a keili at all, then he's not going to be able to grasp the seichel. Therefore it's not enough bittel, which, uh, uh, which uh, breaks the keili, so to speak, because then then, then then I'm not a mitzis pechlal. Why should I even learn? Why should I understand? Why should I try anything? I'm nothing. So you have to recognize your nothingness, but together with that, then you have to pay attention and focus on grasping this new concept. So that way, you're an empty vessel, but a vessel that could contain and retain uh, the 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 teaching. So step number one is bitl. Step number two is seichel, using your seichel, using your metzias to grasp this concept. The ultimate purpose of this learning is that the Talmud should be able to uh, grasp, to be able to stand on his teacher's level. Therefore, even in his current state, He's not yet on a level to be able to truly grasp the mind of his teacher. Therefore, the teacher has to teach a contracted, a, a more concise version of the Sechl, which is more uh uh it, it, more uh fitting, more uh measured to the level to the abilities of the student the true depth of this concept the way it is in the mind of the teacher is is concealed in the little bit that is being conveyed to the student so even though the student is not yet on this level he's barely understanding the, the, the teacher but certainly not on the teacher's level The goal is that the Talmud wants to exit the the limitations of his own Seichel and elevate his Seichel to the level of the teacher. Only by going out of his abilities, going out of the structure, out of his comfort zone and trying to reach to understand this idea on the level of the teacher, can he ultimately reach this, te- this level of being on the te- on the level of the teacher, or, or understanding on the level of the teacher, which is a whole other level of Seichel. Even this very teaching that the teacher is teaching, you can understand it the way you understand it, you the student, or you can understand it the way the teacher understands it. The teacher understands it on a whole loftier level. And you're not there yet. But the goal is to get there. And only then can you reach the ultimate goal of, of what you're trying to accomplish. So we have three stages in trying to, under, to, to learn a, a, a new lofty intellectual concept from the teacher. Number one is Bittu, recognizing your inadequacy, humility, understanding that you can't understand this by yourself. Then number two is recognizing your abilities, utilizing your abilities to be able to understand it to the best you can. And number three, to go out of the best you can and go into another level where you understand it on the level of the teacher. Now, before we take this and apply this to Pesach, we're going to uh, 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 focus a little bit on this whole idea of the Seydid alim with the first comes bitul, then comes Seichel, and then comes Al-Maila M'dudav And how are we going to... And uh, uh, um, uh, 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 we're going to make sure that we understand this properly. Siv Dalit. On this level, on this this, this order that we said the first there have to be, that the lips have to drip bitterness, which means to say there has to be a bit. Only then could you become a keili, a to become a something. We can ask a question. Tigmoda tells us, as a rabba, mikamid the pasach lul the Before he would teach the rabbanon, Omar most of the b'dichasi would tell something of, of a light-hearted nature, like a joke, something that would open up the the minds of the students who batchir a and the rati, and the rabbanon would laugh lesoif, and then at the end Yosef beimasa they would sit in awe, in fear upasach b'shmeita, and he would begin to teach them the first you have to open up their hearts to be a fitting receptacle to understand the teaching and then comes the sitting in awe and fear which was Yida and bittel. so we, we were saying the first you have to have Bitel and then you become akali then you use your Seichel. And over here it's mashma. the first of the which is there to open up their minds to make them into a Kaili. And only after that comes the biddle. So which one is it? Is the beard in them? So the explanation is as follows. That The joke or the lighthearted nature uh, uh, comment that's meant to open up their hearts to be able to understand the learning is mikame before they even started teaching. It's not a It's a general introduction to the whole idea that they're sitting down to learn now. It's not a part of the learning. they it's not in the order of what the teacher is conveying to the student. In In other words, in what's the purpose of the joke? Is not to to affect the student's student to make him ready to receive the seichel, nor to pale zayn as zol bechelal vel in zayn It's earlier than that to even put him in a place that he wants to even be a receptacle, as in seichel bechelal zor stayed in at nuv from kabbalah that his seichel should be open to receive. Oh, but the yachas the shayches or erechtes in the rav on Taumid. But once you start. Uh, um, communicating between the teacher and the student. And, one, and once you want to bring their levels closer, this is dependent on the actual conveying, the seichel to the student, it only begins, only comes into being, when Yosef beimse when he sits, when the Talmud sits with awe, in fear the teacher could teach in other words there's actually four stages stage no, step number one is pre the learning in order to prepare them to learn to want to learn step number one then you have to have a joke you have to be has to be to open it, open up the student make him ready but then once it comes to actual teaching there has to be a foundation of bitul, of clear in order for him to begin to connect with a teacher on a seichal level. So, asked and answered. So, so we explained the three stages. We asked the question, where does where of Dichesach come in? And we explained, Milfad of comes before the three stages. And based on this, we'll understand another idea which generally affects a, 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 a general approach when it comes to educating a child, when it comes to educating ourselves, when it comes to relationships. We're going to see from this idea how to engage in these types of things. Based on this explanation that there has to first be a before you even begin the relationship and then you could begin uh, the, the, the Talmud relationship. So the, based on this, we could also explain the order of the Mamer Chazal. Literally, it translates the left, you should always have your left side um, push away and the right side bring closer. Other translations say the, 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 the left side rejects and the right side accepts. The idea basically is, is that even when there has to be a sense of discipline, where you have to remove something or someone from your life, it has to also be that the good of that person or the good of that thing should be accepted. You shouldn't totally push everything away. So when you're doing a small doicha, when you have to reject something, there should always be a Yemim uh, Mekareves. Uh, there should be something that, that if it's salvageable, should be drawn in. So the muscle, if, if you know, the w- way we would understand it, in the simplest way, when we talk about another yid, um, you have to be small doicha. But you don't push away another yid in Gansan. Chas You push away their mysim, you know that that need improvement, and at the same time you're yimikareves. You draw in their malas. You try to, to, to accept whatever you can accept. That's the Maimir chaza, So, so the seeder from the seeder of lashne's mashma as lehelam and is smell deich and the nachim So if we're saying that the seeder of teira is teira, then smell deich comes first. Now first you have to do this deicha. You have to push away, you have to reject that which has to be rejected. And only then you can accept it has to be accepted. Yad in the is not as the smil And the the what's he telling us? Of course there has to be uh, You have to Sometimes reject and sometimes accept. So what what's the chiddush? The chiddush is that the doicha should be done with the weaker hand. In other words, the the rejection should be done with less enthusiasm than the acceptance. And the acceptance should be done with the, with the yad yamin. The acceptance should be enthusiastic and and um and uh um in a stronger way than the rejection. But the the the, the mashmos is is that you have to do the smell part first, the take part first. have the so the question is, like we asked before, in the beginning of Sif Dalet, How does this fit with the fact that first, Rabbi would say a joke, which a joke is more of drawing them in, of acceptance and bringing them closer. And then was Yosef Beimsa, which is more of uh, of uh uh structure and discipline. Eich, <inaudible> additionally, es is a kalazi the <inaudible> small the rule is always that right the right hand is more important. When da Ismail you So why is the left coming first? When you uh, when you get dressed, you 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 put your uh your your right sleeve in first, your right shoe on first. You know, the right is always is always first. So why all of a sudden here are we are we looking to do the left first? The is noch stark. The question is even stronger. in after this 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 teaching in gemara that a person should always have and the left reject and the right accept. Later in that same omen uh, um, in the Gemara it says when you're dealing with your Tivus, your own uh, desires that are not proper Tinoik or if you're raising it you're dealing with a child Veisha or if you're you're in a relationship you should always have on the left side should be the reject and the right side should be should bring closer. We all know that when you're talking to a child, for example, if you have to encourage him to learn. That you have to bribe him or give him prizes with things that he likes according to the age of his years. Like we say, if you read I'll give you a nuts, which in those days was the treat that we would give that they would give children. As the Ramam elaborates at length in Pirish of But from That by a child, you have to first um that by a child, you have to first draw the child in, give him a prize, give him a reason to want to learn. As is we see very clearly. Today they call positive reinforcement. If you start off with a child by disciplining and giving punishments and kicking him out, it'll totally push him away from learning. I've just noticed. Oh, I see now. Okay, sorry. I saw end of a bracket and I couldn't I I I, I missed the beginning of it. Okay. Palpia, now see if move on. And the same so 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 our question basically is number one, why is smell first? Um why, why would why would uh, smell become first? Is always, is always more important, especially since L'cheirah from this Gemara, it's Mashma, that first you have a Milzadib which is and then and then Yosef Be'emsa, which is smell And plus, we know that whether you're trying to encourage yourself to overcome your own desires, or whether you're trying to enhance your relationship, or whether you want to educate a child, you can't come down on yourself, on your wife, on your child, with, uh, with, with harshness, and smile, doicha. Before you can do yumimikarevus, first you have to. There has to be a relationship. There has to be something, an openness. And then sometimes there's a need for structure. There's a need for 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 stringency. But first you have to start with gentleness and acceptance, positive reinforcement. like piano this movement, but now we understand. In the may merle l'mteiv v'chulu, let's ignore them. Via and uftom bepey al zulus when, he, when he's discussing the smell deicha, he's already talking about the once you're already influencing the person in a specific area. When them say and the you have to start out with a tnuah of bitl. in order for you to have a couple. You cannot, you can't affect someone if there's no bittle. So you have to start with the smell deicha with creating a bittle, and only then could you turn him into a keili but this doesn't address the small first. Does not address the necessary preparations of and an introduction to the teaching. As they aminis nilsa the like for, for example, telling a joke to the to the students, or the, in the Talmud cotton, or drawing the students, student, the child, with desirable things, toys, treats. That that that's that's before you began. So the, 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 this idea that he answered in Sayyid Dalid. That first you have to they talk these three levels are are, are the levels. First you have Bittl, then you have Seichel, or, or making him into a keli, and then you have going out of the keli, to go the to the level of the teacher, the, those three levels stand. Before that whole process, there's going to have to be, a there's going to have to be treats and candies, there's going to have to be a, a, a relationship to even, to, even, to even talk about, that all has to exist. But once you want to fix something, or teach something, or create something, you have to follow this order. If there's no bittle first, then, 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 there's no keli. If there's no keli, there's nothing to teach. There's nothing to accomplish with. And what? But then you have to have it. Then you have to have a, 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 after the bittel, you have to have a keli. And after the keli, you have to go lemaila al- and akelah. Al- now let's go back to Pesach. Shame to be as father and 50 driht news by learning a seikal khada's just like these three these three steps are necessary when it comes to learning a new seikh canal. See if gimol, as we explained at length in Sif Gimel, Khimmer much so is so too. We will apply, and much more so that in the agant sees fundamental, when you want to change, transform the entire existence of the person. Be summaak and for the moments to the point that you want to make out of him a new person, a new entity. You have to have these three stages, these three steps. And the same thing would apply to us as a Jewish people, to our discussion, as they laid out their birth as Yidden, as the Jewish people, which the completion of it was when they served the Abish Terran Har Sinai, is connected with these three steps as well. Aleph number one, as Yidden's own canon, and that Step number one, in order for the Yidden to receive the Torah, to 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 retain the Torah, there has to be a tavdun, an via, a, tavdun, a, a, a servitude. An giyav, tzum, batal, zain, zay, frie, de, canseer, to work on themselves, to toil on themselves, to undo their previous form, their previous uh, uh, appearance, external appearance, versus the which was opposed to teider, which is contrary to teider, when tav don viave eved was tut zayn arbet mit bitul ve oil, and then you have to be like a servant that does his work with acceptance of the yoke with kappalas oil. That's step number one. All the teitz and emet teiders Hashem, because in order to take receive the ebe says teider, that was like nassev and nishma. Dama You have to have nassev before nishma, which is basically the acceptance that I'll do whatever it is. I'm an eved. The eved's job is to do what the what the teacher teaches. Second step, on the other hand, is their tafdun. This is very, very important. Servitude is not meant to break the yid. This is his existence. Being an Eved is not breaking him, it's making him into what he is. For example, in the, in, in the uh, Mishnayis, there's a discussion, the person is immersing in, 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 in mikveh, in, the, in water. And there's fish, and the fish touches his skin, or her skin. Is it a chatzitza? So the B'Shimu holds that, that the fish are not a chatzitza because they live in the water, they are part of the water. Ayid and Peter is one thing. Was eaten. And teda, be and are like fish and water. It's not like it's two separate entities that live together. It's the same thing to the point that it can't even be a chatzitzah. And as Chazal tell us, there's no such thing as a free person unless someone who's learning Teirah is servitude. There's so many things. You have to do this and you have to do that and I'll do this. It feels like an Avdus. How could they tell me that the only Ben Haidin is someone who's learning Tayram? While the M is a tevabrifanaidz. The true creation of a yid is to do tato mitzvahs. As Mr. tells the whole purpose of my creation was to serve my creator. Under and therefore, when aid is not kaim taidz alkwanu islan, when a yid does not fulfill tailor mitzvis, sho azim, zetu is azeris fry. On Ayog, although he may seem, it may seem to him that he is free. He has no yoke. He has no burden. <speaking in Hebrew> and it's much easier for him this way. <speaking in Hebrew> if he, versus if he had to fulfill all the mitzvahs, be bowed. So a person feels I'm free, and everyone else has to do this. Pesach is coming. You have to cook, and you have to clean, and you have to this and this. Matzah, and, and, and how much matzah you have to eat? It's too much. I'm free. I don't have to eat anything. Chas person might think so. But since this, living a life that's contrary to tater, is the opposite of what his true life wants, demands. Truthfully, it's labor. Back-breaking labor. Similar to what Chazal tell us that when it says that the Yidden of Mitzrayim were given back-breaking labor, it meant that the women did men's work, and the woman and the men did women's work. So a person might say, In those days, men uh, did you know uh, uh, manual labor you know, heavy lifting and so on and so forth. And one might say that being a home, raising the children is easier than construction work. And nevertheless, it was still considered a because it wasn't according to their habit and according to their nature. When a person has to do something that's unnatural, even if it's easy, seemingly, it becomes very difficult. So for a Yid to... to Conduct themselves uh, uh, to live a life that's mitzvah, even though it seems easy, is really very difficult, because it's unnatural. Tavki venes is tavdun is an ben And when you have the tavdun, when you have the serving Hashem by fulfilling tayru mitzvahs, then your true free, your true, your that that is the true freedom, because the tavdun is not breaking him, the tavdun is. Exposing and revealing his true essence. So therefore, it starts out with tavdun as a bittle, a- 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 Kabbalah soil. But then this tavdun turns into emlachab and chayl You begin to to be to transform that into becoming a something, a something that's learning tayra and doing mitzvahs. That's step number two, the later in the, the later chadasha. And then there's even more than that. Step number three. The, the, the change that happened in Yidin was transformative, revolutionary. So much so that even the Yid's Tavdun, when he's serving Hashem, which is seemingly a limited, structured Aveda, because it can only go as far as his abilities can go. Is, but on, on, in, a, in a deeper sense it is a Veda it is a servitude that is connected with the Abister the giver of Tata and therefore it is higher than the it go it takes him out of his limitations and he could reach even higher That not only he becomes a Mitzias, but he becomes a Mitzias on the level of the Abister we need to say much much closer to the Abister way beyond his own abilities could have reached. So that's the three steps. When the Yidin became a Metzuyes Chadasha, number one, there had to be an Avdus, Avdus Eved. Then there had to be that they had to become a Metzuyes, which is through learning Torah, through doing Mitzvahs, and then they had to go beyond their Mitzvah's, Excuse me. The and now we could we could circle back to where we started out. And these are the three names of Pesach. Chagamatz, Macheru und Chag Pesach. Mats, number 1 Mats, vice of Bittel. He did eigentlich <"Muching> nazas Mats is the opposite of rising up and and lifting ourselves up uh, beyond where we should be. Mats is Bittel. So Chagamatz it is represents Bittel. Khirusen <"Muching> und freedom, liberation. Weiss wieder Bittel wird aufgenommen in der Messias von Aiden. How this bitl becomes uh, accepted by the person, be'eifen in a way, as a herzig on in them, uh, in them that emissary new canal that a person could truly experience freedom, in gishmak and he could even enjoy it. In other words, in, in Avdos and in bitl is no gishmak. Bittle is the opposite of gishmak. Bittle is, I, I'm a nothing and I do what I have to do. I'm an heaven. The second step is that I, I have to feel free. You have to serve Hashem. So, 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 you're serving Hashem. You're an Evid, but you're an that You're doing what you're doing because it's who I am, not because I'm just I'm just a servant. But this is who I am, and therefore you do it to the Gishmach. You enjoy doing it because it's it, it, it's it's you're just expressing who you are. And then comes the third level, Pesach. Yisfun and Dilug. Pesach comes from the from the idea of jumping over the Diluk given and the the, the 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 change the transformative change that had that happened and has to be by a yid mitzadim dilux lebe'erach v'sedikum lemayla by itzi's mesayim matan teder by the yid and then it came because of the level that they were being lifted up by From such a high level, they were being lifted up so high, the So, so when they became a Mitzvah's Chadasha, a new birth, the This idea was to go out of their limitations and reach a place that is truly much, much higher than they are on their own. So that's why Pesach has three names. Because since Pesach is the overarching concept of Pesach, is becoming a new person or becoming a new people. And when you become a new person or a, or a new nation, there's three stages. So therefore, you have three names of Pesach representing the three stages. You have Chagamatsis, which is the Bittle, stage number one. Obviously, there before then there's gonna be candies and treats and, and jokes, and there's gonna be all different types of uh, uh, enticements to be able to join the program. But once you're gonna join the program, you have to start with Biddle with, with uh, recognizing that you're an Ebed of Hashem and nothing more than that. Then you have to turn that avdos into becoming a Metzius, where your whole entity has a Gishmak, There's Seichel, this Midis, that has a Gishmak in being an Ebed Hashem. So it's not just a Bittl, but it's being done, because that is who you are. And then you could go to Pesach, which Pesach means to go out of your limitations and reach e- even higher... Then you would reach on your own level. And that explains why Pesach, that is, that is the explanation of the three names of Pesach as three components of the overarching theme of Pesach, which is you see metzrayim, the achanot and, tera, and the of Am Yisrael, the new birth of the Jewish people. See if Zay. one of the lessons we could take for every yid in serving Hashem the beginning. And the root and source of the Aved is Yidu un Kabbalah's oil, is awe of Hashem and accepting the yoke of heaven. Aved is What sometimes a person can make a mistake and say, if I have to start with Kabbalah's oil, Kabbalah's oil comes with breaking myself and sadness. That's not how it works. Since everyone is at Sadik. And then he and in, in, in here, it's not a parentheses, uh, a brackets, it's like uh, the two lines that make this comment. Unless a person has gone so far that he actually put up a separating. Uh, uh, wall between him and Hashem. Then you have to break down this wall, the Shabbat and break the Aklipus by being brokenhearted and by by, by being uh, bitter in the soul. But again, not depression, but by, by but by being sad in a way of fixing it, breaking down the separations to be able to to be able to get closer to Hashem, but. For, the, for those who have not built this separating wall, then there's no place for breaking. There's no place for sadness. While in Kedusha, is the talking spirit, because in Kedusha there's no room for breaking. The fact that sometimes there needs to be a broken heart and a lowly spirit, that comes because of the body and the animal soul when they control the person because then when a person is broken hearted and he is embittered which is coming from a holy place of severity that breaks the control of the Klippa when you come from the perspective of the Nefesh there's no room for breaking nor a Simcha only joy. And that's the lesson of Osman Hayed That on the one hand there has to be avdus. You have to accept the fact that you're in Avid Hashem, you're a servant of Hashem, which comes with Bitl, but not Bitl in a way that breaks the person and makes the person feel low, but in an even of a gishmak, You have to enjoy this Avaidah because this is who you are. This is your Mitsyyas or your true Mitsias. And therefore we this whole approach of breaking a person and uh, is, is there's no room for it. There's no, I mean, there's room for it if a person is is the goof of nefesh abamis fine, but a person is building his nefesh aleikis and he's becoming closer to Hashem, then there's no room for shvira for breaking, only for simcha for joy. a and this now we'll go into a story, uh, which which is supporting this part. this also explains the story. The altar is given a tabak on our The had a silver snuff Without a cover, because the 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 cover the lid of the snuff box, which was which had which was uh, shiny and had a reflection, the altar used to uh, measure his tefillin on his head as his own point. Mitten should be perfectly centered. At one point, this was being discussed in front of the tzmad cedek. Somebody. Uh, mentioned, expressed as the altered about broke off the cover of the of the box. said My grandfather's thing was not to break. he didn't break it. Probably the cover was connected to the rest of the box with a needle. In the hinge, and then the Zayda, the altar rebbe took out the needle, the pin. I think it's called not a needle, the pin that uh, that that holds the hinge together, and they they, they separated. Even the Alter rebbe did break the cover. Is says, the same key mitzvah? So the purpose of enhancing a mitzvah. It wasn't just breaking for the sake of breaking. Why did he uh, you know uh, uh, take such offense? And correct right away my grandfather didn't do breaking. Now, the and them. the message was as follows. In Kidusha from Shvira. In Kiddusha on its own, there is entirely no idea of breaking. Under when the Altaiba Zikar. Therefore, the Tzmaqsadik was confident, was certain the al rebbe certainly did not break the cover. Because the Alt-Terebbe, because in Kiddusha there's no breaking. Kiddusha is about building and not about breaking. And therefore the, the altar who was, who, who was in you, was Kedusha, certainly didn't break anything. And like we said, earlier on in the Sicha, that if there is, mirirus and Shaviri, if a person feels broken, or, or bitter by themselves, that's becoming from the Gufa Abamis. Sometimes the Abamis needs to be broken, in order to, to, to for the person to move on. But when it comes to the neveshalikis, to the neshama, to kedusha, there's no idea of breaking at all. Un River, and therefore, after bittul v'kabalas elvus months, halteches aveda in the aveda of neveshalikis gufa. When you're talking about the neveshalikis and his aveda is also with bittul, halteches aveda v'kavesharisha is yidun kabalas el. This aveda must be dafzayin mitake shmack on a chayes with an excitement, with an enjoyment, and an enthusiasm. Because he knows this is the true liberty, liberation, and the true freedom, and the the true existence of a Yid, that a Yid is a free person, a Yid is a, a, a Eved Hashem, and this is who he is, or she is, this is who we are, and therefore this is the whole idea of Pesach. To recognize that being free is part of being an Eved Hashem, and that's the greatest sense of freedom. And that's why, uh, uh, and, 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 and this, so you Zayin is the importance of not getting there through knocking and breaking, which sometimes can happen uh, when you're coming from the place of Bittu and Kabbalah's oil. Taken has to be Bittu and Kabbalah's oil, but it has to be Mitag Hashmak. That's Chedos. May it be the Emes Chedos for everyone during, during this Pesach. It should be the Chedos from this galus. It be the Shona Abab Yerushalayim that this year we should celebrate Pesach with Mashiach Tzadkainu in Yishlai Mir HaKadish. and Avrilach in